right, all right. Check one, check two. Here we go. Welcome to the Cannabis Coffee Hour with your host, me, myself, I, Rob Cantrell, coming to you live with another episode of the Cannabis Coffee Hour, the uplifting podcast that is here to steer you clear of negative vibes, pause energy all day, every day, except on Friday, and that's when it's time to whip some ass. (laughs) Uh, Welcome, everybody. I got a great episode. I'm going to do this myself today. Um, We have some guests coming up. But I do have a little bit of a guest. I got a nicely rolled pinner, as they say, a smaller joint. I rolled it up. The last episode, I got a lot of great uh, feedback from people uh, enjoying my smoking style, my my spliff. Uh, so I rolled the spliff, but I really got some great herb. Next level, oh my God, I don't want to waste an herb. Um, so, and it's super powerful, so... I don't want to roll a huge honker of a joint, so I just rolled, I pretty much took a raw, split it on the three-quarter end, like, and then um, rolled it up. Just took my grinder, two big grinder things, and uh, spun it up, and I do have my raw tips. I love these raw tips. Well, we'll see. You never know how joints roll, but the last joint I rolled was really good. And I would say this isn't like a some a pinner is like something super skinny. This is like short and fat. <laughs> this is I would say this looks exactly the size of my pinky, adult man pinky, um, and it's a little fat. It's like you know a good cone. Oh my gosh, sneeze just came through. Sorry, COVID in effect. No COVID. Um, popping zinc. I got a big bottle of zinc. And I got a big bottle, I got all these vitamins. I got a bottle of vitamin D and I got a bottle of zinc. And then I got this other COC10, which is good for your heart. Um, So I've been popping that. But this, this, today, for just let's let's get the cannabis and the coffee out of the way, out on the table. So we know what we're uh, dealing with today. Today I have a, I forgot to make a cold brew. Sometimes at night I forget to do the whole setup and do my own homemade cold brew. So I'm drinking hot brew, but it's not that hot out there today. It's kind of a misty, rainy, cold morning here in Brooklyn. And I just have a white porcelain cup with some coffee. The first one, I did put an ice cube in it just to, because I rock it with a French press. But I'm drinking, and I've done this brand before, and I have done this strain before. Now that I look at it, I think it's one of the earliest episodes but I have a couple bags of coffee in my uh, cupboard. But this is the one I'm fucking with today is Brooklyn Roasting Company. And this is called the Mocha Java. And I have to say these beans are fucking sick. And Brooklyn Roasting Company, I like their packaging because they give you like this classic tin. Like they give you like a metal aluminum tin that you can recycle or keep. And this would be, this would hold like two ounces of weed. Maybe I should keep this thing. But it's tin. And that's what they used to uh, store weed in, like, in the 20s and 30s. There's a great book. Um, What was that? I got the book. It was about this jazz uh, weed dealer. 
Well, first we got, I'm drinking mocha. Almost the blues. Was that the book? Almost. Oh, really the blues. That's the shit, man. Really the blues. And this book was, uh, they stopped making this book. It was really, oh yeah, dude. Mez, Mez Morel. This is this dude. I got heavy into this cat. Um, really the blues. Now, th- we'll get into that in a second. So I got a rolled up spliff. Um, really great spliff that I'm just dying to light up. But uh, it's the size of my pinky and it's kind of fat. But it's with strawberry mac. Now, mac is, uh, it, it's, this is crazy. This is some of the best weed I've gotten in a while. It's an absolute perfect hybrid. Like, the cat I got it from is usually a cat that's got the, got the killer killer. Um, but this is like, it's called Miracle Alien Cookies. Now, I know everybody's like, I don't know about no fucking strains and shit like that. Me neither. But I do like to do a little bit of research because it does do, you got to know what you're kind of fucking with, man. Uh, Mac is bred. It's uh, Miracle Alien Cookies, known better as Mac, crosses alien cookies with a hybrid of Colombian and Starfighter. Oh, my God. It's like the perfect 50-50 hybrid. And it's smooth flavors. Mac is thick with zesty orange notes and balanced with floral accents. Very earthly finish. Um, happy, down, helps with stress. Depression, the whole, it's got everything, man. This is, uh, this is, I would say, if you can get your hands on some Mac, especially the strawberry Mac, um, go for it. This, but, it, you know, it's a not fuck around weed, but it's a fuck around weed in the terms it doesn't fuck you up too bad. There's, you know, it's kind of got a positive vibe to it. it. Um, so we're drinking some Mocha Java. Halfway through the French press, probably my third cup, regular. I'm, fu- uh, I'm cutting it with some almond milk, simply almond. I was going on a heavy oat milk for a while, uh, and I do like me some oat milk, but it's the, the container. A lot of it's the container, and this, this container is plastic. I do like just a simple plastic. What I get with the paper containers, now I think I can recycle this. I do think about all this shit. Um, because the planet is melting a little bit. Um, but I don't, you know, there's so much drama in the LBC these days. I mean, ridiculous amount of drama that my instinct is just, I know it's serious world out there, but there's enough motherfuckers on Twitter talking about it and getting political. Hey, I'm going to vote for what I vote and that's it, man. The rest of it, I can't spend my day, you know, being a just it's just how my mind works because I'll go way in deep and absorbs you know four hours of time that I'm thinking about Trump policy or any you know all that shit and I'm like ah, it's just not my it's not the best suited for my time I'm goofball uh, silly dance music food uh, zen. You know, just let the mud settle. This morning, uh, I, I need to meditate a little. I got, I got this great herb, so it's it's uh, it's got a. The thing about when I'm super broke and don't have anywhere, I'm like I'm going so deep on working out and all that stuff. And then I get a bag of weed. I'm like, uh, you know. But at the same time, I'm you learn to balance it out. 
And the way I have been balancing it out, I have been really good on doing my five Tibetan stretches. There's a good Wikipedia of that. I should post that shit. I'll post it on my Twitter. And I also posted some uh, music on my Twitter. You can check it out, at Rob Cantrell. Now, there's some type of fucking right-wing weirdo Rob Cantrell name bouncing. Listen, I ain't fucking with no Proud Boys, no fucking Altifa. I'm not fucking with it. You know the vibe. (laughs) The vibe is uh, Jerry Garcia, uh, DC Go-Go music, weed, um, uh, early hip-hop. Beastie Boys, hiking, uh, hanging with my family, lots of coffee. Uh, I drew like 10 birds yesterday with markers. That's my vibe, right? That is my vibe. Um, I was digging with Bernie, but at the same time, my thing with politics, and then I'll be done with it, yo. Uh, I want money towards public schools, and I want weed legalized. (laughs) That's it, all right? I'm done. I'm done. Um, but I did my five Tibetan stretches. I just worked down on the thing. And I did my smoothie. My smoothie was great. The liquid Elvis, which is bananas. I've been modifying it a lot. I've been doing bananas, uh, peanut butter, turmeric, just straight out the fucking spice rack. Just a ton of turmeric. And then I do dark chocolate powder. And the dark chocolate and the turmeric kind of counteract, like, you don't taste, it's kind of like, just still tastes like a, uh, a good milkshake, so it's not, doesn't taste like a milkshake with, like, some Thai food in it or some shit. Um, I do the turmeric, I can do the banana, and then I do a little bit of almond milk, ice, and then um, I got this collagen, this powder collagen, my wife's all about it, but... It, Supposedly it helps your joints and all that. Like it puts the, it puts the collagen, you know, they inject collagen in the lips and shit, but it's actually natural plant type shit that you could eat and it gets in your system and it helps your cells. So I've been doing that and then I picked up a bottle of zinc and I picked up a bottle of vitamin D. So I'm microdosing zinc and vitamin D. I'm doing five Tibetan stretches. I'm drinking water. I didn't. I, I ran out of my limes. Every time I go to the store, I need to pick up a bunch of limes. It's nice to have limes around. I like lemons, but limes have a cleaner taste. They're not as hard. They're just chiller. I fuck with me some limes. I had some alkaline water the other day that was uh, lime and cucumber, <laughs> and it tasted fucking great. Uh, I like all that shit, man. Uh, like that, I like the type of water. Like when you go to a spa and they got, I even like that music. Drink some cucumber juice, and uh, it's all ventilated. Mm. But this mocha, it's coffee is ripe, black berry, plum, warm honey. Booyah! So as you can tell, I got the, I got a good combo to rock out today. For the cannabis coffee hour. Let's try some of this herbo. I got my raw paper. Yeah, that's... This herb is so good that I was trying to look for a uh, CBD. The CBD store is actually doing really well on my block. But it's a good one. You can tell which ones are cheesy. 
good shit. The thing about New York is like, if you're cheesy and greasy, not cheesy, but if you're just, people could tell. There's just so many people, and people are smart in New York that they could tell if you're full of shit. Because I have bought some CBD flour for Bodega. And uh, I've talked about it on this episode. Or on this podcast. And some of it's just fucking... Some of it gave me like a headache. I was like, what the fuck is this shit? It's not even CBD. It's not nothing. Um, <clears throat> so this tastes... It's clean, it's clean and mean. I just got this little mini joint. I'll just keep on... And this is the alien cookies, man. Strawberry alien cookies. Cookies is a strain that came out of the Bay Area from this guy named Burner. Burner 415, he trips me out. He's a huge star in the cannabis world and also the hip-hop world. His hustle tripped me out because he was a Bay Area weed dealer like before the dispensaries or right around the beginning of the dispensaries. And I knew, and Gaio knew that whole crew. There was like, you know, a small amount of dispensaries and weed dealers, like, and musicians and stuff like that. So he was part of that clique, and those guys knew herb. Anybody from the Bay, like, I don't know, weed and the herb, weed and the Bay Area just go hand in hand. But this cat um, started coming out with great strains. I think he was the very first that, like, found cookies, and cookies kind of... It used to be cookies and jetpack. Those were the two strains when uh, I, that was hot back in the day. I know Wiz Khalifa was all about jetpack. And that was like an East Coast strain, but cookies was like a West Coast strain that was like a hybrid of Kush, I believe. I'm talking a lot out my ass. No, but the hustle of Burner 415 always tripped me out. He was like a Barry cat. And now he has, like, ten rap albums. He's done shit with, like, E-40 and Be Real. And, uh, you know, he's just, like, kind of a cool... A lot of weed dealers are cool, man. Uh, especially back then. But, yeah. Not all of them. The only thing is, on the East Coast back in the day, if you wanted to find the really good herb, the Coke dealers always had the good pot because they had the money to get it. Um... But on the West Coast, it's just all grown up and humble, you know? So you're really close to, like, really good grown people that, like, been caring and loving and cultivating and learning and evolving uh, cannabis for, you know, well over almost 100 years now. I mean, you could say the 60s, but, you know, they're probably, you know, the beatniks were even before the hippies and the beatniks hit weed and then the jazz musicians all hit weed. And that brings me back to Mez Mez Moreau. Now, Mez Mez Moreau, Really the Blues, that is a book I want to talk about it. Um, because he was this white Jewish dude that lived in Harlem in the 1930s. But he played, he was really good friends all day, every day, weed smoker, advocate of weed smoking. Mez Moreau. It's a trip, man. Um, he played the clarinet. But this dude, um, he was the weed dealer. He had this thing called the Golden Tree, and he was in Harlem. And he was just known as having the best 
weed, the golden leaf. That's what his whole thing was. He had the golden leaf, and there was like this one stoop where all the jazz musicians used to come through, and he would just break people off this really good weed. Yeah. Moreau better, became better known for his uh, cannabis proliferation than his music. In his time, he was so well known in the jazz community for selling marijuana that Mez began became slang for marijuana. Mez, like, you got that Mez? And this is just this, this Jewish kid. Um, it's fascinating. A reference for used in the Stuff Smith song, like, I'm your, I'm your a viper. The word viper, like, you know the whole thing, like, viper lounge, like a viper. You were a viper in the jazz world if you, if you hit herb, if you were a weed head, you know, if you smoked, if you were a stoner, you were a viper. And that's the whole thing with the viper room in L.A. That, all, that name came from that shit. So this was the King Viper. And if you're a viper, he was also known for, as the Muggles King. That's another word, Muggles for marijuana. Um... In the title 1928, Louis Armstrong recording Muggles, referring to Armstrong, was one of his biggest customers. Yeah, him and Louis Armstrong were tight. Like, he toured and hung out. He was, he was Louis Armstrong's weed dealer. That's what I remember. And he was this really interesting cat. A letter from 1932 written by Armstrong demonstrates this relationship while in England... Armstrong details in this letter about where and how Moreau should send marijuana. <laughs> Yo, man, Louis Armstrong, the dude that sang What a Wonderful World, wrote a letter to Mez Moreau in Harlem how to send weed over to England in 1932. That was 10 years before World War II. Uh, record producer Al Rose was critical of Moreau's musicianship, saying that, in his opinion, he wasn't very good clarinetist, <laughs> but praised him for his willingness to help other musicians in need, citing his generosity and his total devotion to the music in called jazz. Yeah, he was just a huge jazz head. It would be like a hip-hop head, you know? Um, but the, yeah, that's fun. Uh, so yeah, I put this. The, you know the herbs good when the joint just runs out and goes out, and it's not out. Out. I still got a whole like half a pinky of it left, but it went out naturally because I was reading this. But I am um, quite lifted and feeling great from it. Um, the only thing is, I'm on my third cup of coffee, so I may need to drink some water, some agua, some. I love, don't you love that word? I always loved the word uh, water. Water's a cool word, too. Water. Be like water. Bruce Lee, all day. Uh, right when I started stand-up comedy, it was weird. And I wasn't even into MMA or any of that, or ultimate fighting. Like, I wrestled from the third grade on. I was a pretty good wrestler. I could wrestle all through high school. But because I started very young, I wasn't because I was, you know, absolutely strong or awesome or even wanting to do it. It was just like you had to do a sport. But I started when I was young because our next across the street was a college wrestling coach for VMI. And uh, so I started wrestling in the third grade. So I learned 
the fun found the fundamentals. I learned all the fundamentals really early on, and I was tough and scrappy, so you know it was it, it did work with me, and it helped me a lot. But I didn't really love it, love it, because it's kind of intense, and uh, the uniforms are not comfortable. But I did do it, so I knew the basics. So I was better than most people I would wrestle. Uh, same thing with just about anything. The more you do something, just naturally you know, it becomes, you become better at it, you know, um, and how many years you put in, you know, and being around it and understanding it and getting in the, just getting in the skin of it, you know, it, whether it be jazz or stand-up comedy or sports or wrestling or shooting basketball or writing or meditation or a practice of mental, uh, clarity, um, because I think we're all awakening and all arising. Like, it just seems like it's kind of going through this Benz <laughs> syndrome with a lot of people with huge-ass egos, you know? And, and I have one, and we all have one, and you have to, like, watch it. And uh, But w I will say, because you're always going to slip back into some egotistical shit, but I will say you do recognize the patterns. And even then, when you recognize the pattern you could step away. And even, and that's, that's what meditation does. I haven't been meditating. I've been doing, as you can tell from my rattle, rattle, talk a, talk a battle. Uh, no, but when I meditate, I'm definitely, I'm sitting in the mud, you know, I'm letting my mud settle as, as the Taoist. I'm learning Taoism. I guess that's what Lao Tzu is Taoism, but I never even, looked into any of it, it just stuff, like, like Bruce Lee, like the shit just rang true, you know, when you hear something and it rings true, that's a cool feeling, but that's the tricky part because your perspective, that's what I've been thinking a lot, like we all speak from our own perspective, but everybody has a different perspective, <laughs> everybody's seeing the whole game play itself from a different angle, from a totally different angle, sometimes a different universe, sometimes a different time period, you know, but welcoming the present moment, you know, I'm just, uh, <laughs> I got that, I'm going to tell a little truth, but like, I was trying to be like a little bit more prepared, I'm like, yo, for these solo ones, I got to get a list of things, and I need to talk about that, because sometimes I'd be yammering and yammering I don't know which direction it's going in especially if I'm hitting the uh, alien cookies the super alien cookies but no they are great actually I'm not too paranoid and I am inspired right now and I am there's not the fear jaws that fiery thing um, I will say that I think that's a rising Man, what they just need to legalize, or they they need to legalize all drugs, is what I've been thinking. I never was that way, and I don't know if that's the way. And and even saying about you know laws and running legal prop, you know, you gotta run for shit. You gotta get in office. You gotta get lawyers to change anything that like that. But I will say the the more you tell somebody they can't do something, the more devious and. Um, vile, you know, just the more of the black market, like the more you tell people they can't do drugs, the more they do them.
you know, and there's a way, there is a zenness, a dance, there's a way of having somebody do the right thing without telling them what to do, and a lot of that comes from example, you know, just being an example. That's where I'm trying, just trying to work on my fucking self, because I am old and I could die any minute, man. You know, it's just, that's the gig. But the cool part is, is I've been through a lot, and I've seen a lot, and when I start to calculate it together, I'm like, oh, okay. But, uh, because, yeah, I'm just excited about this podcast. I love doing the solo ones, and I also got some funny motherfuckers booked for, uh, I'm getting better with my booking and being like, like sometimes it's like spur of the moment, but some of these cats I'm asking, I've known for like 15 years, but I don't hit them up that much. And then I'm hitting them up to do a podcast. Like doing a podcast does wear you down. Like it is, you know, you think you're just talking, but you know, you are, but you aren't, you know, it does. For some reason, when I walk away from it, I'm like, okay, I, I felt like I just did some shit. <laughs> it wasn't like I'm doing something mindlessly, but I do need to drink a lot of water because I've drank a lot of coffee. I'm hitting some seltzer. I've been doing the slice of lime in the water in the morning um, consistently, but I ran out of my lime. So now I'm just I'm back on the just drinking a lot of seltzer. I think the carbonation is good in some ways, but I don't think what I've been told is uh, you shouldn't do it in the morning. Like, you need to wake up before you start absorbing super bubbles. <laughs> um, but I do love this coffee. Uh, tunes I've been rocking. I've been listening to The Weight of Sound. That's this song by Stick Figure. And I've been... Li- Sometimes I don't even like watching a video because then I just like seeing the album cover. That's what's kind of dope. Um... That's what's dope is seeing just the album cover. Check out the Weight of Sound by Stick Figure. That's a it's got like 26 million hits and I never heard of this song until I stumbled on it. The YouTube world is <laughs> that's a whole other galaxy into itself because things sit and live on there forever. Like with TV it was always like okay, it was on TV, maybe you get some repeats, maybe like four or five shows, but now on YouTube, everything's on repeat forever. (laughs) This is on YouTube. Um, Hello, YouTube. Hello, Internet. 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 Echoes across platforms. We're talking Google. We're talking Spotify. We're talking iTunes. We're talking Tidal. I don't know if we're on Tidal. We might be on Tidal. I'm getting a little bit... I know we're on Alexa. I think you can give Alexa a shout-out and uh, it'll play the Cannabis Coffee Hour. Hey, Alexa, play the Cannabis Coffee Hour. I don't know if my Alexa's on. Or it may have done it outside. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah... This is a a great cup of coffee. The birds are tweeting. Um, It's kind of rainy. I did my stretches. I've been editing a lot. Check out the bonus clips on YouTube. We were talking YouTube. I've I've clipped up, and you can see the video. There's not going to be video 
for this episode. This episode is strictly sound audio. Um, because I wanted to check out this mic um, and just try to do one audio-wise. And uh, so on the Patreon, it will be just a visual, but I'll try to put in some type of bonus for you guys. I need to uh, give a shout-out to all my Patreons. Uh, we're small, but we're mighty right now. I need everybody listening to my voice. It's just $3. I'm coming out with a sick, sick, sick line of merch very soon that will be only exclusive on my Patreon. I'm sure it's going to be so dope, everybody's going to try to bite it. But it's going to come out. I need you to support it. Uh, you don't need to. You don't have to. But yeah, I just tell you about it. It's going to be good. I'm going to try my best. It's going to be out there. And if you could buy it, you could buy it. Could support it proud, like I'm supporting proud Brooklyn Roasting Company. This is good beans. I've been to them. I used to do. I used to write jokes. They have a big place in Dumbo, big warehouse that's a coffee roasting place. It's a pretty dope setup, actually. They got somebody even spinning vinyl. Like they had a DJ that was spinning vinyl, but it was like a warehouse, and they're roasting the beans in the warehouse, and then they have a center, and they had like maybe 13 different types of coffee you could try. And you could do it anyway, but they also had like freshly baked, baked bran muffins, like the, like those big fucking, I love me a good old bran muffin. Have you had a bran muffin? It'll light you, it'll do you right too. But they got it fluffy, like right out of the oven. So it's just like you literally, if you put like a little butter on that, it's uh it's redunk. Butter and salt. You could do that's pretty much the cooking of the South. If you want to talk food, which we have, because I've just had my shake and I do love me some food. What? But I had a bagel and lox that was the bomb the other day. I like salmon. Salmon is uh, good for you, man. That oil is good for you. That's brain food right there, man. I so. Um, I got me a big, and then the onions on there, and then the capers. I don't even know what those things are. They were, they were like peas dipped in <clears throat> pickle juice for a long time. Yeah, I had one of those. Those were, That was the bomb. I think that's what it was called, the bomb bagel. But I got it on a whole wheat, which was great, and they toasted it. And it was a real Brooklyn bagelry. Like, the bag- the bread was just the fucking sick. The pizza here <clears throat> is amazing. Um, sh- oh, shout out to... Check out Sean Slice. Shawnee Slice. He's in uh, Rockaway Beach. Um, and he makes uh, these sick pizzas in a coal oven. And he sells them on Instagram. And Shawnee Slice... DJ Concern. This dude used to... I used to do a podcast with this dude early on. And it was it was so early before podcast, it was called Internet Radio. But now he's making pizzas. And he also has managed bands. And he worked for, at Brooklyn Bowl. He's a real interesting cat. Um, yeah. My boy, Shawnee Aiken. Let's see here. Yeah, check out Shawnee Slices. Shawnee Slices, man. Uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday at Shawnee Slices. Um, this is Rockaway Beach. And his pizza, I got to order one. So I'm going to order one. 
But he, it's so good, he sells out. Like, he, you order it, like, three days before, and it's, like, handcrafted. And I will say, it's the bomb. Like, I know people doing this. Like, I have been making my own pizza, but I don't think I've been making it as good as him. But there's something, even about making my own, it almost tastes as good, because it's all about the dough. But I see what he's doing. He's doing, like, crazy dough. He's doing crazy. And you can get all the good shit in New York, and he knows where to go to get it to make the good uh, super bomb uh, slices out there. Um, Because New York does have some bomb-ass pizza. San Francisco, it's all about the Bay Area. It's all about the burritos. Brooklyn is about some bagels. They got some good-ass bagels. Um, And some bomb-ass coffee, man. Yeah, Brooklyn Roasting Company. And it was big... And you could sit up at tables, but it was loud. That was the only thing. Sometimes, like, writing in coffee shops. Like, you know, that's why I love this podcast, because that's, that's how I... That's what I did in San Francisco. Because um, I started comedy when I was 26. I was kind of done with drinking. And San Francisco had such great herb and such great art and so many great neighborhoods and shops. So I just smoke weed and write in coffee shops. And then I worked in a hostel at night, and then I performed at open mics at, like, rock clubs. I did, Yeah, I think I told that story, not to drop names, but it just was a surreal time. Like, some of these venues, I'd be in Mission at the Marsh Cafe. Um, it was, like, right on Valencia, I forget. It was, like, right in the middle of the Mission, and it had mostly just people barked in, walked up, just weirdo, arty, you know, freaks. Um, and then I would also perform in North Beach. I would perform out in the Richmond District. Um, I performed at this, all these punk rock bars. That's where I met uh, gay bars. I met Robin Williams at a gay bar, but it was a lesbian gay bar that did comedy, and it had a late night show. But it was in an ill ass neighborhood, like the coolest. It wasn't like even the Castro. It was like below the Castro. And, like, right before Mark, it's, like, in this, like, where, it was, like, their warehouse in San Francisco. Think of it like a Brooklyn warehouse in San Francisco, but kind of off this really convenient, tucked-in edge of San Francisco. And there was a lesbian bar there, and they had a great comedy night, but it was in the middle of the night. So I remember it was, like, 2 in the morning, I'd done some other shows, and I met Robin Williams at this show, because he just went on. And uh, he was nice. Uh, I said I was a local comic. He said, do you know Joe Klosik? (laughs) That's the truth. Joe Klosik, shout out Joe Klosik. He's a San Francisco comic, a great San Francisco comic, but also L.A. comic. Just one of the guys I came up with and looked up to. There's a couple guys. Tony Diomko was a great road comic. That was the first dude, that was the first road comic when I first started doing stand-up in San Francisco. Like, I just finished traveling I was like 26. And comedy in the 90s was just underground. Like, it was just gone, especially from on my radar. Because I went through college. The grunge thing was happening. Stand-up wasn't really popping off. It was all the leftovers from the 80s. But in San Francisco, they just loved it as an art form. I guess there it was in D.C. I know uh, uh, Chappelle but was from D.C. and so was Martin. But they all popped in New York. The D.C. stand-up scene is really deep and cool, but also limited. Now it isn't. It's gotten big, 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 because stand-up has gotten big, big, big. It's weird. 
But they used to be governors, or Garvin's, was it? And that was, like, over in Georgetown in Blues Alley. And I don't remember that, but that was, like, legendary 80s heyday stand-up club. Like, Bill Maher writes about it in a book about 80s stand-up. And uh, there's a Sarah Silverman story about meeting Chappelle there the first time. But then there was also the DC Improv. And that was kind of like a new concept. Garvin's was, like, the old guard and then the dc improv was just like in the new downtown business district which there's always been a comedy club there was also i never worked there but there was a comedy club strip club that did in dc on k avenue i knew some comics that did work there i may have done a mic there when i was back in town but it was on at this place called archibald <laughs> It was the real deal. It was a part strip club, and then they told jokes, bad, you know, uh, barroom jokes upstairs, and they had for years, since, like, the probably the 60s. Maybe even before that, man. Who knows? That's where vaudeville and all that comes from is, like, uh, burlesque and vaudeville showbiz, the, like, the very root of it. Like, that's why stand-up is just so pure that it is, like... The very beginning of show business is like, you know, silent movies with Charlie Chaplin, but a MC and a song and dance to warm up the fucking movie. Or even before movies, it was an MC and a, and a girl dancing. You know, uh, in San Francisco, it was all that. It was like a port city. All those port cities were entertainment, jazz. Uh, Mesmero. Yeah, that was this, there was kind of, I don't know, was it Jazz at Pearls? Right when I got to North Beach, I tell you, there was this jazz bar that's right across City Lights that I went to. But it was like kind of the sit-in, like the real deal. And I remember I met this girl while traveling, and she was from Vancouver. And uh, we hooked, we like hung out for a date, and I took her to this jazz bar. We smoked a joint outside and watch jazz, and I got my mind blown. I was just like, holy shit. It was just an awesome time. But then the place closed down like a year later. Like, I think I caught it, like, that was in 1999, like the beginning of 99. So it was definitely the 90s. So there was stuff in San Francisco that was left over from the 80s and the 70s. It was still the old San Francisco in some aspects. Um, but there, that type of shit's always changing. What's kind of exciting about the future and the internet and uh, all this technology making it more accessible to broadcast and do art and work and make music from just about anywhere. So you hear about everybody moving around. I'm staying in New York, like boom, bip, that's all it is right now. Um, and actually, it's like, it's, I don't know, I don't want to get all cocky, knock on wood. I have been gearing up. I got a real mask. I know I've been rocking the bandanas. I got some ill bandanas now. Now I'm like Steven Tyler, man. I got so many bandanas. But then I heard just word of mouth, like the bandanas weren't really the uh, legit, legit, you know. So I wanted a filter joint. So I got me a mask. I got it at uh, Tarzian in Brooklyn. Shot out this hardware store and it's, Shout out Tarzan, good hardware, local business. Shop local, everybody. Shop local all day. Support your local weed dealer. Support your local IPA people. Support your local bodega. Support your local local. 
Um, support your yokel local. Um, yeah, man, the super alien cookies is where it's at. Uh, with with the mocha java. It couldn't be a better day. And it's actually raining. And I'm having an awesome time <laughs> talking here with you. Uh, it's been nothing but a breeze. And, you know, this has been one... I, I rolled this spliff, and it was the size of my pinky. And now it's one joint of my pinky. Like, it's down. But it's still... Like, I can spark this up one more time and have a great time, you know? Like that's the that's the thing about a good spliff. If you could spark it and it rolls and it goes out without you knowing it, and then you can save it for later. Like that's the ideal spliff. Not the super ideal. You don't want it so strong you don't enjoy it. Because I do like sitting there and you know, enjoying a good smoke. But tobacco is just so gnarly, man. Um, I like cigars. Like I had, I went through a cigar phase. <laughs> I I was smoking Swisher Sweets um, raw, like in the sixth grade. <laughs> uh, and then Philly Blunts. I wasn't. I was smoking Swisher Sweets. I went through a whole dip in tobacco, cigarettes, because that was legal and I liked it. And the advertising was so good, and it felt you know. But I got out of it um, enough. And it never stuck with me. Like, nicotine makes you feel sick after a while. I don't know. So, But like I said, everybody has their different reactions. To me, it kind of makes me... The first time, like, I took a dip. Like, do you remember the first time you took a dip in tobacco? Like, I literally turned green. <laughs> like, I turned... I looked like a frog, and then I threw up. Like, that shit happens, man. Motherfuckers turn green. Especially when they're smoking some super alien cookies. <laughs> and I'm on that mocha java. non hip hop Kappa. Um, yeah, with the protests, there's so much heavy stuff. And Black Lives Matter. And, you know, every day it's a new story. Um... But I just want to be positive and just say we're learning. You know, we're making all this mistakes and all this pain, but there's always a lesson. And it seems to be people are quicker these days. Like everybody's talking nutrition. Everybody's talking like we don't need these type of jobs and rethinking actually what it means to be alive. That's what I feel is happening. That's what I'm working on. You know, I do believe the body's a temple. I do believe the kingdom or whatever you want to fucking talk about is it internal is looking inward and really figuring out the depths that you know instead of looking at the surface you want to observe the depths you want to see the root <laughs> i don't know what that means but you know what that means you know you just cheesy surface shit even you know people see through shit now you know because we're consuming all this media an Instagram, like it's just like comedy right now. People see can your influences can be so much more infinite right now because of access to whatever you love. So go towards the love. Yeah, cause trouble, cause trouble in your own fucking industry by making something super dope and uh, and being yourself and loving, you know, 
loving harder, loving more, um, but also protecting your energy and learning how to set boundaries. I've been trying just to protect my energy and setting boundaries and watching the media consume. You know, some of the media that I consume is just so bacony good. <laughs> but I know it's not good for me, you know. That's like bacon. I mean, bacon might be good for you. Maybe I eat a lot of bacon, but not as much. And that grease, that's the only thing. When I fry bacon in a pan, because I do fry bacon in a pan a lot, like the amount of grease, that shit, you know, I don't know. You need a little bit of grease to keep things moving, but not too much. That's why, you know, I think everybody's rethinking that or whatever a vegetarian is. Like, I'm not a vegetarian. I'm not even fucking vegan. I like a goddamn hamburger. But I don't have to eat it fucking every day, you know. I treat hamburgers like people treat cocaine. <laughs> like, I have it only, like, once every, you know, few months. That's how I kind of want to roll. As much salmon, more uh, vegany meals, but not all the time, you know. Because that's the only thing is, like, that's the double. <laughs> you can go in, you know, you can live as perfect and take all the vitamins you want and still get hit by a truck, you know. That's that's the double-edged sword. Super alien cookies. Yeah, I mean, this... I'm down to, like, not the, even the roach yet, and this thing tastes amazing. It's amazing. I just, I know it's loud. <laughs> That's why I'm being so quiet. Um, That's why it's, I love that term, loud. So if you don't know, loud, I would say in the last few years, loud is like, uh, you know, if you have some good herb. You get some good herb and it stinks. Like some of this, like this is just ridiculous herb. So this shit stinks. This is like cookie, super alien cookies. Like you're not going to get more vibrant of a smell. And it smells good, you know. That's the only thing. But I just don't need it around. I got to clear out my workspace. But for the podcast, you know, <laughs> that's what I enjoy about doing. I just want to say thank you. Thank you for supporting this. Thank you, all my Patreons. Sign up to the Patreon. I'm going to hook you up. I swear I'm going to hook you up. We're just starting, everybody. I got some amazing guests coming on, and pot is just getting better. You know, and coffee's... Who doesn't love... You don't have to love coffee. I've been thinking about slowing it down a little bit. I need to get my kombucha on. We're going to do some kombucha episodes, man. We're going to do some sick content. I see it all, but I don't want to talk about it. I want to do it. Rock it. Yeah, make this music. Um, do this. Sh I mean, I might as well do that shit. I mean, the, you know, stand-up is opening up, but... I, you know, I feel good if I'm... I'm just doing, trying to do everything right. Like, take my vitamins. You know, keep six feet away. But don't be super paranoid. Have my mask. Mask on. Wash hands. And keep it moving. But, like, this super alien cookies, I don't know. I mean, I just don't see Corona even trying to mess with it. 
but they they say herb doesn't block it, but I don't know. This is that, you know, somebody must have just knew somebody in California. Um, but I hear it's going legal everywhere. Like, I've been hearing, like, state by state, like, Virginia's talking, like, it's on the ballot. Uh, Virginia, you know, D.C., the city of D.C. has been wide open for a minute. Like, they actually have selling dispensaries and people making money on it. I just think that's so glorious. And also, you know, it's not everybody. That's what I'm learning, too. It's not, like, a big portion. It's the cool portion. Nah, but most people that smoke pot are, are nice. Most people are nice. Um, but, you know, some there's still some assholes, and everybody's figuring it out, man. Nobody's got it figured out. And if you do think you got it figured out, I mean, uh, you know. <laughs> but we are kind of... We are evolving, um, and I think I got it figured out sometimes, and uh, sometimes you do on certain things. <laughs> At least I think for you can speak from your own self and perspective. Um, that's all you can ask for. That's all you can really take it, unless, you know, you're kind of, if you're talking more of, like, consciousness. I know I was talking that a lot of that, I want maybe if I can bring it back to that, but nah, mostly I want to talk about food and music. That's what I really wanted to concentrate on. So yeah, I'm working on these beats and working on some tunes, working on putting this project together that I've been talking for a while, but I've been hitting some, some difficulty, but I've been trying to enjoy the difficulty. That's the other thing. I've been into this like stoic, there's like these philosophy, these, these stoic philosophies or whatever, like it's kind of like enjoying when shit gets weird or hard. And I'm trying to apply that with work and just work through some of these things. Whereas before I might get frustrated or, you know, it's all about your head. Like that's the other thing that's cool about losing the ego is like going towards what you enjoy and being able just to apply super focus. I think that's the thing. You can uh, block out, you know, everything else and kind of, like, just make it a little bit better each time. Um, and that's what I'm trying to do with this podcast. So, I'm getting better at rolling joints. We're down to the roach, and this thing's, um, you know, amazing. I got a little bit for later. Um, I could hammer it down now, but then you just hear this... <laughs> <laughs> hear that dude <laughs> so I'll be I won't be the, I'll be that dude later but not on the mic um yeah uh I haven't been playing the guitar I need to get back into it a little bit but um I want to get back into nature I may go for a walk right after this um I think I do need to do that but uh yeah I'm gonna go for a walk We've had a good time. I appreciate you guys sitting here, um, you know, having a nice herb and coffee with me. Brooklyn Roasting Coffee, Mocha Java, check them out. I think you can buy that online. But don't, Bezo doesn't need me more money. But no, I shouldn't diss on Bezo. Uh, I shouldn't judge on him. Uh, but uh, I think you can get this shit online as uh, Brooklyn Roasting Company. I don't know if you can get 
You can't get uh, <laughs> you can't get super alien cookies online. Yeah, but look out from your uh, favorite friend named Fred. Um, and I love you. Like and subscribe. And uh, stay alive. I'll check you next time. Peace.